to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, we are in 2023, and there's some foundational things that the Lord has been showing me that we need to walk in so that we can have everything, everything that God has ordained for us to have in 2023. You know, one of the, one of the earlier teachings I talked about, we're not human doings, we're not our possessions, and we're not our popularity. And I recently just talked about who really is in control of the choices that you end up making. And that is the mind. The spirit wants to do the things of the father and the flesh is always going to want to do the things of the flesh, which is always going to end in death. Right. And there's enmity between the flesh and the spirit. So they're never going to be bosom buddies. So the, the bottom line is the mind, the soul, the activity of the mind, will and the emotion. So that's what I talked about last Friday. So this Friday, I would like to continue in the foundational teachings to ensure that we receive every heavenly blessing that God has provided for us. He's already provided for us. It's up to us to position ourselves to receive. I just wanted to emphasize the latest rhema word that God has given me And it's pretty powerful. We already know that life and death is in the power of the tongue. But what we don't seem to understand, and as I've gone through this journey of this infirmity in my own body, which I've just left um, therapy and two great therapists, Lori and um, Tanya, they are both um, awesome. And so I just left there and the Holy Spirit revealed to me the other day through Rick Warner, um, I'm one of the teachers that I listen to. He is in Russia, and the God has sent him and his family to Russia over like 30 years ago, 20-some years ago, um, to evangelize and to bring the gospel to the people of Russia and surrounding territories. Talked about strife. And you know... <laughs> Envy and strife, envy and strife. Strife is a big deal. And what it, what the Holy Spirit revealed to me was I would, I was in two years ago, Thanksgiving dinner. I got into strife with my son and daughter over cleaning up the kitchen and putting up the food from Thanksgiving dinner. And it didn't have to be like that. And what ended up happening was every evil work came into my body. I had already had a crisis in September. Um, and then the, it was exactly six months since I had the vaccine. And um, so I knew that, that I might have something to deal with that as well. And all of a sudden, I was in severe pain my entire body was in pain. And when I got up to get out the bed, I actually collapsed on the floor because my legs could not hold up my body. And that was the end of me taking two hour baths in the tub. Uh, My whole life basically was changed overnight because of what? 
one of the issues was strife. Strife. It, it was a it was a doorway. It was a doorway for the enemy to come in to steal, kill, and destroy me. Right? At least he tried to. Only through God's grace, I'm still here today. Right? So I am just reflecting on that day. And now I am very careful about not getting into strife, you know, and how um, the enemy tries to position people around us that causes us strife, like our family, right? And, and we have to be careful about that. That's why Jesus says, cast all your cares onto him. He says, be anxious for nothing. All of this, this wisdom that God has set up was to keep our bodies, our souls, and our spirits safe and functioning in the proper ways that God ordained from the beginning of what? Time. So strife, it's amazing, you know, it's strife as, um, as, um, Dr. Warren was t- saying, he said, strife will go come in as, as a doorway for Satan. And of course, he'll come in and destroy your marriage. I look at all the marriages, including my own, that was basically destroyed by strife. Right. And we want to blame other people. But really, we need to take be accountable and responsible for maintaining the strife in our relationships, which in in the end, harm our health, not only our physical health, but our what? Mental health. Okay, so we need to understand that strife is very serious and it is very deadly. And so now that I've got that out, I'm going to be very careful about walking in strife from this day forward. And you got to protect. I've been praying for um, my friend, my dearest friend, Minister um, Gwen Lee, who has a ministry called Upper Room Prayer Ministry. She's about to go into her 25th year of faithfulness in this um, prayer ministry. I had to protect her heart because she had been through a lot. She's had several deaths in the family, her sister, her father. She has taken care of her niece, who was also at death door. Um, then the, the, the niece almost lost her house, and so she tapped into her relationships in that industry and was able to save her niece's home. And it's just a lot that's put on her. And unfortunately, she's surrounded by, unfortunately, family members who are not spiritually as spiritually Grounded as she is And They're pretty much um, Babies, Christians at most If they're even Christians And so they continuously pull And pull and pull And take and pull and take And that's not going to work You you have to follow the Holy Spirit And I believe The Holy Spirit is doing some Pruning He's doing it in my life As well as her life You know um, 
So this is all strife. You know, people um, trying to tap into your life. And if they haven't been assigned by the Holy Spirit, then you need to what? You need to basically pray for them and do exactly what the Holy Spirit instructs you to do for these individuals. Because if you go do more than what the Holy Spirit instructs, then you're getting in what? God's way. And I let, take it from me. You don't want to get in God's way when God is trying to develop um, individuals for the kingdom. It is not a good position to be in. And God loves us, but he he has he has a plan for each and every one of us. And he wants us to be obedient. I, I was um, walking, you know, realizing that I have. I'm born again and I've got Christ Jesus spirit in my spirit along with I'm sealed with the Holy Spirit. And I have the same the same power that raised my beloved Savior, Christ Jesus from the dead is in me. So as I was reflecting and thinking about that and how I want that power to radiate through my soul, the activity of my mind, my will and mind, I wanted to radiate into my body and eradicate, eradicate all the sickness, all the disease, all the lack, all the poverty. And now I want it to be eradicated um, out of my body because I've got the miracle working power of the Holy Spirit in my spirit. And so I have had some miracles happen in my body, but I am ready for total total healing because it's already done by Jesus stripes. I'm already healed. So now I have to believe and receive this. And so it's been real interesting to walk in this and to learn, but I, that was a revelation for me about how terrible I knew strife was bad. And the word says envy and strife with every evil work shall come. And I understood that, but I, I don't know. I just got the rhema, the rhema knowledge of that. And I realized that that, that evening after Thanksgiving dinner, I guess I have been under strife for a long time and it finally took its toll because Satan is like a battering ram. He won't stop. He'll keep ramming you and ramming you and ramming you until he finds a breach. But that's why I want to share this um, latest, another revelation, and I was listening to John Hagee, who was another um, one of the teachers that I listened to in Texas. And one of the interesting things, and, and once again, it was Rhema, because I've heard this before many, many, many times, but God always tells us when people hurt you, when people do evil, do good. And a lot of people in the world system look at people who who are are good to other people after they've been people have been evil to them as weaklings. But what the Holy Spirit gave me the rhema knowledge on that was good is more powerful than evil. So if someone, let's say, pronounces a curse on you or does evil against you. When you walk in goodness, when you 
when you reflect the love of Christ Jesus, because guess what? God loves that person. God the Father loves them. God the Son loves them. And God the Holy Spirit loves them. So guess what we got to do? We got to love them too. Now, we may not like them too much at that time, but we have to demonstrate love. But what the what the spiritual impartation that I got was, you know, John Hagee kind of laid it out there. He said, if you will obey and do good, he says, the curse will be reversed. Everything that they said against you, did against you, will boom, I mean, unfortunately, it will boomerangs back on that individual that did it, right? So, um, not that I'm interested in hurting anybody, but what I'm, what I like about that is, is that good is more powerful than evil. And even though you may appear to be a weakling, it's very, 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 very good for you to do good for evil. And then you think about God, God, the father, God is good. God is love. And that's why God can just speak. And it, it becomes, he looked in the darkness and he said, light be, and there was light, the antithesis of darkness, right? Because God is love and he's good. You have to see, this is the, this is what people don't seem to understand. You have to walk in goodness. You have to walk in love. You have to walk in forgiveness. You cannot be offended to operate in the miracle working power of God. If you want signs and wonders, if you want to speak to the to the mountains in your life, speak to the cancer, speak to the prodigal son, speak to the prodigal daughter. If you want to speak to those things that are trying to destroy you and your household and tell them to bow their knees to King Jesus, then you have to walk in love. And it can't be that fakey, shaky love. It's got to be genuine Genuine love. You have to love people. Do you understand? I never forget. I didn't realize at the time, you know, my brother and I, Levi, my my brother is close to me. You know, we got along pretty good. He was really tired. He was taking care of my mom and my Mabel and his health wasn't the best. And I was struggling trying to make sure I, I took care of him. And sometimes we would, we would, you know, have little tiffs. And I never forget, I, you know, I asked for my brother's forgiveness. I repented. I, I said I was sorry. Little did I know that my brother was going to be gone soon after that, that he was going to die. I, you know, you never think of your younger brother dying before you die. Right. So, but the good news was I loved my brother dearly and I shoot it was no big deal for me to humble myself because I was in the wrong I should not have been in strife with my brother and guess what my brother died and I think partly because of all the what all the what strife all the strife I look at my baby brother I have one brother left you know and I love him dearly Charles and I, I've decided I'm not going to be in strife with him anymore. 
not, I'm done being in what? Strife. I want the Holy Spirit power and the Lord God Christ Jesus. I want to walk in the Spirit. I want to walk in love. I want to humble myself and be used by God. I, I'm listening. There's been several um, teachings on Joseph lately. Um, and they're all been excellent and they all have shown a different facet of why Joseph was selected by the father, right? Um, out of all the 12 sons of Jacob, God selected Joseph to, um, to basically save the, his household, his, his father, his brothers and their families. And eventually, the nation of Israel was basically birthed in Egypt, right? They went in a few, a few 12 sons and, and Jacob and their wives and children. And when they left, <laughs> it was over close to 3 million Israelites, right? So why was Joseph selected? Because his heart, Joseph had a good heart. Joseph could, had the heart that God could trust that even though his, his brothers were evil and wretched and awful to him, that he still loved them and he still protected them and he still took care of them. And he even said at the end, after their father Jacob had died or Israel by now, he said, what, what you meant for evil, God meant for good because he had been given a dream, not once, but twice, that all his brothers and his father and mother would all bow to him and to his leadership. And it came to pass. But Joseph had a good what? Heart that could be trusted by God. Joseph did not walk in unforgiveness. Joseph did not walk in being offended. He didn't have time for that. He had a mission to fulfill. By the father. And so this is why Joseph was selected out of all 12 of the brothers. Joseph was selected to be used by God to save Israel and to ensure that the lineage from the line of Judah, we would get the Messiah, my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. I just wanted to also share this with you. And I think I mentioned this earlier in the earlier broadcast. I was sitting in my car a few weeks ago. I was leaving the office. I think I might have mentioned this before. And I was thinking about all these wonderful people that I work with and how they have their husbands and, you know, they help them. And I'm, I'm divorced, so I don't have a husband. And all of a sudden, Holy Spirit spoke to me. And Christ Jesus spoke to me and he said, I am your husband. And I was like, wow. And then as I think I recall, I had left my cell phone in the, in my office and I was trying. I was still um, having a lot of pain walking back and forth. So I tried to get as close to the door as I could. Ended up busting the passenger um, front tire. And this is after God said, I'm your husband. Then the Lord had two men, a pastor and the owner of the real deal shop. He's awesome guys 
fought over who's going to pay for the tire. And I walked out of there not paying one penny. Well, some weeks went by and I was driving down Appalachia. It was really dark and I hit a sidewalk on that same right front passenger tire. And guess what happened? Nothing. <laughs> so some weeks went by and I took my mom to the um, doctors and then we had to reschedule for another appointment. And as I, w- I took her by Chick-fil-A uh, to get her some nuggets. And so as I was pulling out, I had my car was totally leaned over on the right passenger side. The tire was totally flat. I don't know what happened, but guess what happened this time? God had three angels, my heavenly Boaz, my husband, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Holy Spirit, Ruha Kadash, had three men working on fixing my tire. One of them I told you was Victor. He had his own janitorial service. He took the tire off, went over and took it to Tire Kingdom, put a new tire on, brought it back to me. Absolutely what? Awesome. My husband has taken very good care of what? Dr. Edith Davis. I say this because as we walk through 2023, we're going to see signs and wonders. We're going to see miracles. Those of us who have accepted Christ Jesus as our Lord and what? Savior. And I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle. And I'm excited about what is happening in the body of Christ. And we just finished our 40th prayer walk at the state capitol, Tallahassee, Florida capitol. We just had our 40th prayer walk. 40 is the number for generations. And I am excited. God was pleased. People, we still have people that are faithfully coming to the prayer walk, which was awesome. And to me, I just feel so privileged to be used by God because ever since about a year after we started the prayer walks, that's when we started seeing the decline in the um, crime rate started declining after a year after our prayer walk, and it's still declining. I was thinking about some of the brutality I am seeing on the news, and one of the thoughts that's coming to me as I hear on the most recent brutal uh, acts um, done by mankind's inhumanity to mankind is I always think, what if there had been one disciple, one truly born-again Christian in that group? That murder would have been what? Prevented, right? That would have been prevented because we would have had the Holy Spirit there. We would have had Christ Jesus there. We would have had the new creature that you are, creature in Christ Jesus. And I think about that all the time. And I told God that wherever he wants to place me, I I want to represent what? Him. You know, jury duty, a lot of people try to get out of what? Jury duty. 
And jury duty is important and is very important. And I told the Lord, it's very important that a representative of Christ Jesus be there in what? Jury duty. So I plan if I get called by jury duty, I'm not going to try to get out of it. I'm going to definitely try to serve and represent because as I hear about these horrendous um, things that are happening all over the world, the sex trafficking and the um, and all these, you know, various things that are happening to people, people getting brutally killed and all this. If it's just one Christian, one born again, sold out, water baptized, Holy Spirit filled, sanctified Christian who's walking in their authority and their power. These deaths, these, I believe these things would have been prevented. So we need to be on alert be on point and be used by God. I know that periodically, sometimes the Holy Spirit will bring somebody across my mind that I really have no connection to them at all. But the Lord will bring up their name and I'll start praying for them. I'll start praying in tongues because it's not for me to, you know, I don't know what the, what the Holy Spirit, why he wants me to pray. I just know he wants me to pray. Lord God, Christ Jesus wants me to pray. Lord God, Holy Spirit wants me to what? Pray. So, I just wanted to share the latest revelation about strife. Peace. Let peace reign in your life. Do not, do not cut the strife out of your life because it is a door. It is a gateway. For Satan to come in and kill and destroy you. He will destroy your marriage through strife. He will destroy your body through strife. Sickness and disease, lack and poverty through what? Strife. The next thing you need to do is you need to make sure that your soul, the activity of your mind, your will, and your emotion get in alignment Get in alignment with the spirit, not the flesh. The spirit is totally 100% saved. Brand new, new creature in Christ Jesus. And guess what? Your soul is being saved. But this body, the flesh, we're going to get a new body, right? So the best we can do now is to have our minds renewed and make sure that our soul always lines up with our spirit. Like God said, obedience is better than a sacrifice. And remember, good is more powerful than evil. Good is more powerful than what? Evil. It will reverse the curse in your life. When you walk in good, when God created everything, he said it was good. This was good. This was good. And then when he got to mankind, he said, this is very good. So we are very good. And therefore, we 
can if we let our souls, activities, our mind, our will, and our emotions line up with the spirit, our newborn again spirit, we will have life and the more abundant life. I will be teaching in April. Once again, I will be teaching in April about the blessed life and beyond the blessed life. I will be teaching in April the blessed life and beyond the blessed life. I'll give you more details on that shortly. But I just wanted everyone, to, everything that God is giving me for it, to have an abundant life, to have the blessed life, to walk in the miracles, the signs and the wonders. I want to share with my listeners because I want you to benefit from the rhema words that God has been giving what? Me. And I also wanted you to reflect and seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things, all other things will be added unto you. So put God what? First. I look at um, God enabling us to pay the taxes on the houses in Pensacola, Florida, to pay the rent, to pay, and still, you know, the tithe, you know, it's amazing. I'm amazed. And I'm excited about the large lump sums of money that God is sending to me now, easily, right? Effortlessly, right? Quickly. It's, I'm excited. And it's going to be here soon. And it's all about the kingdom and doing the things of the kingdom. There's a lot of things that I would like to do for the kingdom. And one of those is the Microspire methodology, the Microspire school. I would like to get that on track and get the Microspire app on track. I kind of got a little put off track with this surgery but and I would like to get more publications out about the microspiral methodology and I just want to be used by the father but I'm more important to the father is he wants a relationship with me what's more important to the son is that he have a relationship with me what's more important to the Lord God the Holy Spirit is that he has a relationship with what me so I don't I want to close this broadcast with Romans 10 9 that is if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved thank you for once again joining me on enter the glory zone 94.1 FM wave 94 Dr. Edith Davis <music>